I mentioned uh, in our prayer that this is a Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Uh, this is a time set aside each year uh, throughout the nation to uh, uphold and affirm the sanctity of human life. And it's our tradition here at Edgewood uh, to invite uh, the staff and volunteers and board of Sound Choices Pregnancy Clinic uh, to be with us and uh, to give them an opportunity to give us a report on how God is uh, wonderfully using this ministry. So first I want to take the opportunity to, uh, 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 to share with you the uh, staff and the volunteers and the board, bring them up. And uh, once we get them all up here, then we'll give you an opportunity to uh, express uh, your appreciation. Uh, but for those of you that are uh, guests, just very brief background, uh, this ministry was established as a ministry of our church way back in March of 1981. So it has a very, very long history uh, here in Columbus. We were uh, one of the first pregnancy centers to be established in the nation. We were actually the first church-sponsored uh, pregnancy center in the nation. And as a result, became a uh, model uh, that was uh, used to establish hundreds of other pregnancy centers around the nation and of course you are aware of the fact that uh, the first weekend in March uh, we will be hosting a national conference for pregnancy centers and you'll be hearing more about that as we get closer uh, to that event uh, but God has again supernaturally used this ministry so let me bring them up for you uh, Carol Henschel is the executive uh, director uh, Rob Robin Shreve is the uh, center director uh, Melissa, Melissa Howard is the Client Services Director. Uh, Jennifer Lamb is the uh, Developmental Director. Uh, Shannon uh, Caffey is the Mobile Operations Manager. That's the ICU mobile unit. You've, you've heard us talk about that. That's a pregnancy center on wheels that we have now. Very, very exciting. Uh, Karen Herndon is our Nurse Manager. Of course, these... Uh, uh, the ministry provides ultrasound services, thus the need for nurses and ultrasound techs. Uh, Bert Harrelson, another one of our nurses. Uh, Jennifer Green, uh, I guess, is Jennifer the newest on staff with us? Uh, one of our nurses. And for the, you, you folks that have been around here a long time, uh, 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 John and Virginia Spencer, that's their daughter. John and Virginia Spencer. Uh, you're, the, you're the youngest of the girls, right? You're the youngest of the girls. You're the youngest of the girls, okay. And then um, these folks, RDMS, these again are technicians with ultrasounds. Barbara Wright and Kara Livingston. And then uh, for some of our volunteers, uh, my wife and uh, Glenda Hendricks. My wife, either one of them here. They're down in the nursery, okay. Both of them are parenting class uh, teachers. And then uh, Javon Goldsmith is a patient advocate. Uh, Sonia Paran, she here, pa patient advocate. Deborah Woodward also, and Suzanne Miller. Here's a Javon, here's Suzanne. And then uh, Terry Hathaway, he may be up upstairs. He is the uh, elder representative to the uh, board. And then uh, Mark Holloway of our church, a former bar board member. Oh, there's Deborah. And then Cheryl Carroll, I think you're about the newest board member uh, representing our church. And then is Steve here? Steve Taylor? Steve, come on up. He has served many, many years on the board and done a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful uh, job. 
Now, before you express your appreciation, folks, let me just share. These, these are precious folks. All of you know uh, my involvement, my investment with Pregnancy Center Ministry over the years, and I've maintained that investment uh, nationwide. And uh, I can honestly say, and I'm not embellishing, this is as fine a pregnancy center that you'll discover anywhere in the United States of America. And the reason for that is the tremendous board that has been put together that oversees this ministry, this incredible, incredible staff, and the volunteers that God, that God has brought. And their one goal, their one motive, of course, is to honor and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want you to know uh, they are on the front lines. Uh, if you're not familiar with what's been happening with Pregnancy Center Ministry over the years, uh, we have encountered increasingly hostility and persecution uh, from a very secular society. Uh, if you saw the multiple women's marches yesterday, what's their main issue? Abortion. And uh, they're very, very fearful uh, with the new administration that uh, possibly, uh, and with the uh, nominating uh, some pro-life judges, we could see Roe v. Wade over, overturned. So with, with all of that, they're coming under increasing pressure. There have been uh, threats against this ministry, and, uh, and so we need to continually support them in prayer and be behind them. Uh, but they're doing an incredible job every single day. There are babies being saved from the slaughter of abortion. And those babies, then, we're praying, will be targeted by God to come to know Him, love Him, and fulfill their God-given destiny. And think with our 81, uh, going back to 81, uh, we have babies that were saved from abortion that are adults now, uh, living for God and have a, having a wonderful impact. Missionaries, pastors, I mean, lawyers, everything under the sun. And so we're so appreciative of these folks and their commitment to the gospel. They view this ministry as an evangelistic arm of not just this church, but the other churches that support this wonderful work. And we're so thankful for the multiplicity of churches throughout our area that support this work. We could not do it alone. So it would be very appropriate right now for you to give these folks a little love and show them your appreciation for standing in the gap. Amen, amen, amen. We'll let you be seated, and they'll come right back in just a moment, and they're going to be sharing with us some uh, testimonies about how God is using the work. Uh, but right now, we'll transition into our offertory prayer, and I'll ask uh, Dr. Alan Adams, one of our elders, to lead us in the offertory prayer. And right before I do that, let me go ahead and dismiss our boys and girls. Uh, we do want you to have your opportunity to go to the Kids' Praise Zone, our children's worship. If we have guests and you have children, they are more than welcome to participate. Simply release your child to the vestibule. Leadership are there and they take them directly below us for children's church. And as Dr. Adams prays, I want to ask him to pray for those that have suffered the loss of property and life as a result of the recent weather. I don't know if you've all heard, but 11 lost their lives last night in southern Georgia. 
And uh, they're saying that the uh, weather that will be experienced by southern Georgia and northern Florida today will be even worse than yesterday. The potential for damage and multiple uh, tornadoes. And just know uh, as we go into the afternoon, we're also in that high risk area. So you be careful as well. So include that in your prayer. Lives that were lost uh, yesterday as these weather, these storms came through. Father, we pray your provision for each and every family that was involved in that, and pray pray your provision for them going forward in healing. Lord, uh, we are reminded by these events that uh, life is indeed sacred, is indeed precious, because it's a gift from you. And Lord, as these representatives here stood up before us today. Uh, their living testimony of the fact that it is worth uh, fighting to defend. And, Lord, because it's, it, it, we bear your image, and because of that, we are, we are sacred in your eyes. So, Lord, we just ask your provision, both of those that are engaged in this battle and for those yesterday who might have lost property or lives, Lord, in, in North Florida or, or Southern Georgia. And, Lord, ask your provision over them today. Lord, as even as we depart this place and go, and go home, Lord, uh, be our safeguard in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, as the men pass their uh, plates, if you would uh, give me your attention. Carol, are you going to actually begin things off? So uh, I'm going to uh, invite Carol. She said she didn't want to come up on stage. She wanted to be at the floor level, so we'll let her uh, do that. Uh, but again, you give a good warm welcome to uh, Carol Henschel, the best executive director in the nation related to pregnancy centers. <laughs> it, is, um, it is always humbling to be here. And um, there were lots of reasons I wanted to be here instead of there. But we're on equal ground here, you and I. Um, as I stood here with the staff, volunteers, and board, I was humbled as they were to stand here and represent Sound Choices Pregnancy Clinic, to represent the work that we do, the people that we see, the work God does in our hearts and the hearts of those that we are privileged to minister to. And just this year, we have had some amazing, challenging, um, frightening things happen but we want to take you into Sound Choices. We want to take you into the halls and the rooms, the ultrasound room and the offices of Sound Choices today. So we're going to try to do that by testimony. Before we do, I want to tell you that we have seen 2,510 moms and babies this year. We've done... 1,258 tests, 919 were positive, 263 of those were abortion vulnerable or considering abortion, and 179 babies were born because of sound choices. We know that it's higher than that, but there's 66 that the FBI can't find <laughs> um, clients that we have not had contact with. So we know that 179 is higher, but we praise God for the ones that we do know. Our staff and volunteers presented the gospel 641 times. 
So we know we planted seeds for 641 lives, and 52 of those on our couches and in our rooms prayed to receive Christ. We also have a strong sound recovery for post-abortion women um, that our client services director um, chairs, and we saw 14 this year in sound recoveries. When I mention challenges, it's a challenge to open the doors every day. It's a challenge because you never know what's going to walk through the door. It's a challenge. It has become a challenge to open the mail. Um, it has become a challenge to drive in the driveway. About six months ago, um, as staff got to Sound Choices, they were met with graffiti, political graffiti on the building, um, very anti-life graffiti that by noon was gone. Um, thank you to uh, those who helped and removed that graffiti. But it was a reminder that we have an enemy. It was a reminder that we're in a battle for life. Not just the lives of the unborn, but for the lives of those women who um, come through our doors and need to know that God loves them and has a plan, even if it's not the plan they thought they wanted. Because we know that that hallmark verses in Psalm 139 where it says that God created us in our mother's womb and we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We can praise God that when we welcome a girl into sound choices, we know that God has a plan. And we can rest in that no matter what her circumstances, how dire and difficult they are. I mentioned challenging to open the mail. We have gotten hate mail, vile um, and, vile, uh, and violent mail, um, hating what we do. And... Although it's disconcerting when you first open it, it's like, thank you, Lord, we're doing something right. We have awakened an enemy who sees that we are doing something, and it is um, shaking his world, and I do want to shake his world. So I say all that to ask you to be vigilant in prayer for us. We're having to take steps, security steps, that we've never thought about before. So I'm asking you that you would pray very specifically for the well-being and the safety of our staff, our volunteers, our, our building and all that we have. Just thanking God for the privilege and thanking him that it belongs to him as we do. So as we continue, I just want to take you through the staff into Sound Choices. Robin, um, Jennifer. Good morning. It's so good to see all of you. This place feels like home to me, so I'm enjoying being here this morning. My name is Jennifer Lamb. I'm the development director at Sound Choices, and my job at Sound Choices is to connect the community with the ministry and invite people within the community to get involved through volunteering or through prayer or through giving financially. And so I'm gonna just tell you about one thing I've experienced recently, and that is one of the things that I do on a regular yearly basis is call churches and talk to the pastors or the secretaries, and I invite them to participate in Baby Bottle Boomerang, which is something that I know that you do also. And 
there was one particular secretary that was from a church who um, had not participated in Baby Bottle Boomerang before, and I think she was a new, a new secretary at this church, and she heard about the program, and she said, yes, I want our church to get involved with this. I'm so excited. And she proceeded to just grease the wheels and get this program into her church. And she was so excited that I was thinking to myself when I was talking to her, I wish every church secretary was this ready for my phone call. And so that was a pleasure. And so we worked out the details. And then a couple days later, she shot me an email. And I want to read you what she wrote in the email. It says, by the way, when my daughter first got pregnant with her second child, she was so confused as to what to do. She visited Sound Choices, and your program made all the difference in our lives. I now have a six-year-old grandson who is the light of my life. It's because of your love for girls like my daughter and their unborn children that I have my beautiful, healthy little grandson. I talked with her in depth about her experience at Sound Choices, and she told me that she could feel the love and the, and the acceptance when she entered the building. She said it made all the difference in the world to know that someone was there with such caring attitudes that didn't judge her for her situation. You all treated her with compassion, love, and acceptance from the moment she arrived. I will forever be grateful for your ministry. Thank you. This is why I will continue to have our church support this life-saving ministry. Yes. That was a really neat email to get that day. I shared it with all of the staff, and those are the sort of stories that just refresh us for the next part of the ministry. It also reminded me that not everyone who I'm speaking to as a potential supporter of Sound Choices is only supporting us because they're pro-life. Sometimes it's because they've personally been touched by the issue. And so she was one of those whose life has literally been changed. Her family tree has been changed because of the ministry of Sound Choices. There are also people who participate with Sound Choices by supporting because they don't have necessarily a story of grace from their past. They have a story of loss. And so they give because they want to see the next person have a better choice than they had. And then there are some who give because they're just in love with the giver of life and they know that if they give, the Bible tells us that when you do it unto the least of these, you do it unto me. And so that's always a blessing too. And I just want to say thank you to all of you. We get checks, we get things in the mail from you all the time and also from the church. And we are so grateful and we receive the money that you give with humility and with just amazement at your sacrificial giving and we are just so grateful so I wanted to relay that to you and thank you for letting me join you this morning. Good morning, I'm Robin Shreve and I'm the center director. Um, I think my coworkers will argue with me but I have the best job. I'm the best, the best. On a daily basis, before we even open the doors to patients to come in, we start our day every shift, morning and afternoon, with a time of devotion and a time of prayer. That is so very important, and it just uplifts us every morning to know that we've invited God in our doors, in our offices, to um, be there with us to minister. After we have our devotion and uh, get our day started, my office 
doorway opens into what we call the volunteer lounge where all our patient advocates sit on a, a routine while they're waiting to go into the counseling rooms with the um, patients. So as I'm on my computer, I'm really intently listening to our volunteers discussing numerous things that are going on in the counseling room and it is such a blessing to me to hear them praying for each other, praying for their clients, their patients, praying for um, their family members that may be going through things. Just knowing that this is going on on every day through every shift is so rewarding and such a blessing to me. So if anyone is ever even interested in volunteering, you know that you're going to be in the presence of God on a daily basis once a week that you come in and just to be blessed by all these wonderful, super volunteers that um, we just love to have you if you're willing to give up your time. Um, so thank you all for your, your love for Sand Choices and your uh, participation in prayer for us on a continued basis. Thank you. Sound Choices Pregnancy Clinic is a vibrant, visionary ministry because of your faith. It is fueled by faith. It was conceived in faith. And it again, it is your faith that keeps it going. And that's what happens without. But within, everybody there are women who live by faith and trust God by faith and are growing in their faith and challenging my faith every day. It's like walking around in Hebrews chapter 11. They are heroes of faith. And everybody there knows that apart from faith, it is impossible to please God. But those who believe he exists must believe that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him and that is what it's like everybody there begins their day trusting God believing God and then expecting him to do great and mighty things I am surrounded by people who are not men pleasers but are slaves of Christ doing the will of God from the heart I'm surrounded by people who do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than themselves they seek to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and to please him in all respects they pray without ceasing they're filled with the spirit and count all things as loss in order that they may gain Christ they study to show themselves approved and discipline themselves for the purpose of godliness they love sincerely with all of their heart and give far beyond their ability. They are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ and know that it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. They do not have the spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind. The Lord has strengthened them because he considered them faithful, putting them into service. I get to be astonished and amazed with them saying, we've never seen anything like this before. I get to see God rescue those who are being taken away to death and holding back those who are staggering to slaughter. I get to explain to women that God demonstrates his own love toward them in that while they were yet sinners, Christ died for them. I get to tell them that he's holy and righteous, but he's merciful and compassionate, and that he knows them, he sees them, he understands them. They were created because it was God's will, and that their children have been planned for and provided for by God, and that according to God's word, abortion is ambushing their own lives and that when they seek to gain by violence they are literally taking away their own lives and I get to ask them a question that challenges me every time I ask them and you know God asks us this question we all face crises where we could choose 
plan B. Okay, I meet women who a lot of times want to choose plan B. And here is the question and the challenge that God is asking my patients and that he asks us when he wants us to trust him by faith. He says, with any crisis, God is just asking us a question. He's saying, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And let me tell you, in Hebrews chapter 11, Abel trusted God. He gave God a sacrifice that was pleasing. And God says that even though he no longer exists, his testimony continues to speak. It resounds. We hear the sound of that testimony. In the ultrasound room, I use sound, but it is ultrasound. We can't hear it with the human ear. But we can see an image because that sound reverberates and shows us what we have trusted by faith is there. A living human being created in the image of God whose heart is beating. And today I would say to you, please, like Abel did, offer that sacrifice of faith that is going to echo and reverberate into history. Make the choice that trusts God and enjoy that adventure of faith. God says this, now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. I call on heaven and earth today to witness the choice you make. A choice of faith and trusting God or a choice to walk away and have regrets. Oh, oh, that today you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Trust God in this moment and look forward by faith instead of backward by regret. And I thank you for every time this church has done that. I get to do my favorite thing every day because of you, and I thank you. Amen and amen. Um, I felt if you feel like you just took a drink of encouragement and exhortation from a fire hydrant, I do too. That's Barbara. We love Barbara. And even as I say that, I think, Lord, I, I don't even deserve to be on the same roster as Barbara Wright, but because of God's redeeming love and his grace, he takes broken people and people who need redemption and he uses them. And that's where I am. I'm there because of God's redeeming grace and his redeeming love. And Barbara and all of us would say that. He's redeemed us. But I'm on the ICU mobile. That is the 30-foot answer to prayer that you have seen at your Love Indeed event the last two years. We picked that thing up in August of 2015. We started out with it last year in March. So we've been on the road for 10 months now. I get to go out with Shannon two days a week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesdays, and we've just added a third day once a month in Thomaston that uh, one of our other sonographers is going out with. My Marie's going on that trip. But we, I uh, just want to take you inside the ICU mobile briefly. Um, we uh, are at um, Central Baptist Church in Phoenix City on Tuesdays and on Wednesdays right now. We are at, on University Avenue across from Columbus State. And um, 
our prayer is, just like at Sound Choices, that God was, would bring us women who are abortion vulnerable. That means they, uh, they have a tendency to, uh, they could be drawn into that direction because of the, the difficult circumstances or they're abortion-minded. They already have determined they're going to have an abortion. And we also pray that God would send us women who need to hear of the new life in Christ that is available to them. And that's our same prayer on ICU Mobile. And do you know that God is answering that prayer? I know that many of you in here have prayed for the ICU Mobile. I saw the tears in your eyes when you came on to visit at the uh, Love Indeed. Andy, there were tears, tears of rejoicing. We cried in that ultrasound room because we saw God's answer to prayer. And he's continuing to answer your prayers. Can I tell you that? Um, not this week, but week before last. Um, just going to give you a, a, just a small testimony, brief. Uh, we actually got that one day to see uh, a couple that left the abortion clinic. And they were referred to us by Seneca, who's the pro-life ministry that's located right next to the abortion clinic. They were on the sidewalk, and they told them, you can see your baby. You want to see your baby? And they told them where we were, and they sent us a couple. This couple was from out of town. Now, we're, we're under strict HIPAA guidelines, so we can't give identifying information, but I can tell you what God's doing in this. God, this couple was from a couple hours away. And they came, and we were able to show them their baby on ultrasound, an active, beautiful baby. We were able also to share with this Jewish couple the love of Christ, and we planted the seed of the gospel. They were amazed that we were able to offer a free ultrasound at no cost to them. They said, who are you? <laughs> How can you do this? And I thought later, I said, did I tell them it's because of the people of God and the people like, no, I didn't say all that, but I did tell them that we were a Sound Choices Pregnancy Clinic, and this was an outreach, meant an extension of, of Sound Choices Pregnancy Clinic, and we were able to plant the seed of the gospel, and that couple left choosing life for their baby and being affirmed in that decision. Uh, also, that same day, we had a young woman who was pregnant and who, because of her difficult situation, was um, abortion-minded, had been abortion-minded. We were able to show her her baby, but we also were able to tell her that not only does God know her baby in the womb, as Psalm 139 says, and he knit that baby together in her womb, and he knows that baby, he knows the plans for that baby, but he knows her, and he knows every intimate detail of her life, and he knows about her situation. And just like the new life that he has created inside her womb, he is offering her new life in Christ, and he wants her to know of his love, and he ordered her steps to come that day, and he has told us, he has commissioned us to share with uh, his love with her, and in tears and weeping, and Shannon can testify to this, she chose Christ as her Savior that day and said she wanted to put her life into his hands. Um, and we, uh, we follow up by phone, and that young woman is looking for a church right now, and um, she may end up here. We recommended your church, that you would love on her. Um, also, uh, and disciple her, help to disciple her. That same day, uh, that same week, we saw another young woman who had met somebody online and moved far away from her family to develop a relationship with that person. And as usual, most times it didn't work out. So here she was, far away from her family, 
uh, and she was wanting to be pregnant. I sense because she wanted to fill that empty void in her life with a child. Um, her test was negative, but we were able to share with her that we knew she came today hoping for a positive test, but that God had sent her there because he wanted to know of his love for her and new life in Christ that he wanted to give her. She also, through tears and weeping, trusted Christ as her Savior. And we rejoice in what God's doing. So please, uh, please continue to pray for us. This is a spiritual work, and your prayers are bearing eternal fruit. They are. And I think about what Carol said. We appreciate this church so much, and I would just encourage you um, with the challenges that we face. The Lord reminds me, and I just lost an earring. I knew that was going to happen. Okay. Now I got it. Um, I don't think, the, uh, I think that I wasn't, uh, this verse didn't want to come out of my mouth, but it's coming. Uh, the scripture says that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. That the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. So I can't tell you enough how much and how valuable your prayers are to this ministry. And God is pulling down strongholds in the lives of young women. women, And he is doing a spiritual work, an eternal work through sound choices. And it's because of the prayers of his people. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless Edgewood Baptist Church. Thank you all so much. Bert just makes me laugh. That's, that's all I know to say. She just makes me laugh. Um, I'm Melissa Howard, and I'm the Client Services Director. Um, and I'm going to have to disagree with Robin. I have the best job at Sound Choices. Just saying. Um, I have the privilege of going in the counseling rooms with our patient advocates from time to time. And this particular day... Um, I was able to go into the room with Deborah Woodward. Deborah is one of my most favorite people at Sound Choices. Um, she makes me smile. She makes me laugh because you never know what's going to come out of her mouth. But um, I love her. And she's there, not because she has to be. Um, some days it's not the easiest thing for her to be there. But she's there because she loves to be there. And she loves to serve the Lord. And she loves those women that we see. So this particular day, um, we were in the room, and we had a patient there. And she was saying with her mouth she wanted an abortion, <clears throat> but her heart was not conveying that. Um, bad relationship, not sure who the father was. She already had a child. She wanted to go in the military, so her plans were all messed up. She had already taken... Um, plan B a couple of times and so she wasn't even sure she was she was scared she didn't know what was going on so Barbara just not Barbara excuse me Deborah just loved on her like a mother would love on a child um, she shared the truth and love she was full of both grace and truth and um, I remember I, I laugh now thinking Deborah was able to use Britney Spears <laughs> to share the gospel with this girl. It was amazing how she tied it all in there. Um, and she listened. She wanted to hear everything that was shared with her that day. 
Um, and Deborah just shared the truth with her, and the girl was never offended or hurt. And you never know when they leave, are they really listening? Do they get it? Do they hear me? Um, so she left, and she was scheduled to come back for an ultrasound. She came back, and I was able to share with Deborah just this past week, guess what? Do you remember so-and-so? Um, she chose life for her baby, but she also chose life for herself. Um, and Deborah was so excited, she couldn't believe it. And it was so neat how we were able to share that with her that day because it was a particularly difficult day that day. Um, Deborah had seen two abortion-determined women. Um, and you know, sometimes you just think, what could I have said differently? Did I say enough? Why didn't I say this? Why did I say that? And, you know, I was able to remind her, it's not up to you. You've done what God asked you to do. You were obedient. Now it's up to him. And you have to rest in that. So um, it's a privilege to work. If you want to call it work, it's sound choices. Um, it's the neatest place in the world. And we love our volunteers because they're there because they want to and not because they have to. So thank you. You made my whole being. You formed me in my mother's body. You saw my bones being formed as I took shape in my mother's womb. When I was put together there, you saw my body as it was formed. I praise you because you made me in an amazing and wonderful way. Before you had a name, or opened up your eyes, or anyone could recognize your face, you were being formed, so delicate in size, secluded in God's safe and hidden
Yes, she wanted me to mention those are our babies. Uh, so the babies you're seeing, the images are our clients, and the, uh, of course babies that were saved uh, through the ministry, and of course many of those are women coming to know Christ. Well, thank you, Sound Choices. Uh, what, a, what a joy to have you here. Uh, I'm actually sorry for the abbreviated service. This could have gone on a lot longer to hear these wonderful testimonies and and to see how they're standing in the gap. You know, since the legalization of abortion in 1973, we're approaching now 60 million abortions in the United States of America. Uh, but God has raised up in response to that uh, three to 4,000 pregnancy centers that are scattered all over the nation doing this uh, kind of work, uh, seeing little ones saved, as we mentioned, to discover their God-given destiny in the process of uh, bringing many uh, to Christ. And you need to realize, and I, I trust you do, that uh, I don't believe there's any more important issue in the cultural war than the issue of abortion. Uh, because in every abortion, not only is a baby killed, but what is also being said is that God is dead. Because it's God that gives that life uh, worth and value. Uh, so uh, these folks being on the front lines uh, are a very key component in advancing the gospel of Jesus Christ because everything they do is because of God and a desire to love Him and honor Him. So uh, please pray for them. As you leave today, you'll notice they have a little display set up in the vestibule. There may be some of you that would like to know more about how you could directly uh, get involved as a volunteer, and they would love to talk to you about that. Uh, just to get involved one day a week, even I guess you would take them if they could just go one every two weeks or so. Uh, but they'll be glad to talk to you about that. Men, uh, they have a need for men on shifts to provide 
uh, security and, of course, work with uh, boyfriends. So if you're interested in any way, just st stop by their, their display, and they'll be glad to answer your question, give you more information. Uh, if you're not on their, um, uh, if they don't have your email and you're not getting that information on a regular basis, please give that to them. And probably the most important thing you can do, what do you technically call the uh, prayer? The, it's the e-prayer team. How many people are on that e-prayer team now? They have almost 300 people, and it's, and it's exciting. And, and I've seen God do wonderful things through this. The way it works is they will give you these uh, alerts and where uh, you're praying for clients in real time. And, uh, and so you, if you're not on that, you, be, you just, all you got to do is sign up, give them your email, and you'll be getting these alerts, and you'll know specifically how to pray uh, for situations that they're, that they're, uh, they're, they're dealing with. So that'll be, uh, that'll be in the back as you leave. Before we close, is uh, Ray and Debbie Bennett here? Ray and Debbie Bennett. C come on up. Come on up. <laughs> I want to introduce these folks uh, uh, to you. Uh, many of our folks may not have yet met them. Uh, I have uh, grown to uh, really love them. I'm getting to uh, know them. Uh, Ray has been a chaplain in the United States Army for 20 years. And uh, this is his wife. Uh, this is his wife, uh, Debbie, and they've been coming to the church and they would desire to unite with this church family. And it's, uh, and it's a joy for them to, uh, to, to do so. Uh, now, you're not going to see Ray a whole lot. Uh, uh, typically, he's, he's dealing with chapels uh, on uh, Sunday morning. Uh, but he was able to be here today, and he wanted to uh, be here with his wife uh, so that they could uh, unite with the ch church. So uh, uh, you take the opportunity to get to know them, love them, uh, pray for them. Uh, uh, let's see, I guess in the fall you'll be making transition out of the Army, be looking to go into pastoral ministry, so we want to pray for them there, that God will give that leadership and give that, uh, that guidance. So I'm going to let you walk out with me to give our people just an opportunity to express their appreciation and uh, show their love uh, for you. Uh, but again, if you came in late, due to the weather is the reason we're ending the service early, and then there are no Sunday evening activities uh, tonight. Uh, because we are anticipating the potential of uh, severe weather as we go into the uh, afternoon. So we're just erring on the side of caution, and we don't want anybody out uh, in that. So uh, bow with me in prayer, and then after I pray, uh, you're dismissed, and make sure your folks are at the, uh, at the uh, uh, display. Why don't you go ahead and walk out with Carol, and then I'll be there in just a minute, out in the vestibule. Father... We unite our hearts as a uh, church family, as a people, uh, first uh, to mourn uh, the slaughter of the innocent. And uh, Father, we, uh, uh, we pray that you would bring first your people to repentance, uh, that we would be those holy instruments you desire us to be in our culture, uh, that we would uh, be faithful to uh, stand in the gap, uh, to see these little ones saved from slaughter, even as we've heard this morning that's being done through the ministry of sound choices. And we praise you that this is a being repeated again thousands and thousands of times in other ministries like this uh, around the country. And so, Lord, we pray your blessing on sound choices. 
your blessing on every staff member, on every board member, on every volunteer. Uh, Father, we uh, place them under the umbrella of your protection. Uh, we pray that you would keep them safe from the evil designs of the adversary, that you would give them uh, grace, you would give them victory uh, to stand on your truth and to be faithful soldiers for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as they stand in the gap. Father, I know uh, they realize uh, more than anyone else that there's no more important ingredient in ministry than their personal relationship with you. Uh, therefore, for, for Father, we pray for the staff, for the volunteers, for the board, that you would continually grant them, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened and with power, and with the power of the Holy Spirit residing deep in their inner being, and that they would know uh, Christ uh, empowering them, uh, Christ indwelling and overshadowing uh, every aspect uh, of this ministry, that when every girl comes in, although she may not be able to understand what it is, she would know there's something different about this place. And that difference would be your presence as they uh, express your truth uh, in love. And then, Father, uh, uh, let them each know that they are rooted and grounded in your love and that nothing could ever sever them or uproot them from that love. And they are indestructible until they accomplish your purposes for their life. And then, Lord, use them as instruments to promote, to spread your love, especially to our clients, that they would uh, see the truth as presented through these staff and volunteers, penetrate their darkened hearts, to bring them to the light of Jesus, and that uh, many, many, many little ones uh, would be saved from abortion as their mothers turn from that uh, choice of destruction uh, to choose life uh, for their little ones. And so, Lord, continually fill them with your fullness that Christ might be put on display through them and through this ministry. We acknowledge that this ministry is simply an extension of your presence in this community to express the lovely character of Christ and his holy, righteous ways. And now, Lord, we trust uh, as we close that you will be the power at work in their lives. And you'll be the power at work in their lives and through this ministry and through the other pregnancy centers across the nation to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything that we could ever ask or think or pray. And that you'll do that according to that power that resides in us, the power of the Holy Spirit, for the glory of Jesus. And not only for this, uh, the spiritual benefit of this present generation, but for future generations, for your honor and for your glory. For it's in Christ's name we do pray. Amen.